Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show Yo, do y'all fuck with my sleeper section? I feel like since some of y'all don't have the Anchor app, y'all missing out on the experience. So what I did was, I went on Spotify, and I started to put together the the playlist. Spotify is 100% free. All you got to do is download the app, go in the search bar, type in fire in the kitchen sleeper section, and it should be right there in front of you. Daily songs added, just like daily podcasts. So every day I drop a show, there's a new song for you, or two. If you enjoy music, or you enjoy my sleeper section, I made the playlist for you. Straight from DJ Coffee Black. Appreciate you. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. It's the Kid Coffee Black. This is the Fire in the Kitchen podcast. And you are tuned in to another fucking episode, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate everybody who listens to this show. 
I'm going to get my shout-outs out the way very, very, very early in the show. That way I don't forget them. Don't get too deep into the show without forgetting them. So shout-out to the community as a whole, man. Everybody who fucks with fire in the kitchen all across the boards, across the multiple streaming platforms and and uh, the social media networks, actually. I got a Facebook page. I got an Instagram. Follow me at OG underscore Philip the First on Instagram or check us out on Facebook at Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Like and subscribe, comment, send me music, send me ideas for shows, send me send me your show information. I would love to listen to your shit. I would love to watch your shit. Any and everything that you're doing. Shout out to the Spotify listenership. Shout out to the Google Play listeners. Shout out to anybody listening on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Radio Republic, Overcast. Shout out to anybody who's plugged it, who got this shit pulled up on their computer at home while they're supposed to be doing their homework. Thank you for wasting time with me. What's up, man? How the fuck are you doing? Uh, Oh, oh, first time, last time, long time, anytime listeners, anybody who's ever hooked this show up on their shit, put this, had this show playing through their phone jack, had this show playing at work in the kitchen, uh, or in the office, or on the treadmill while you running and getting your fitness up. Shout out to fucking you, man. Uh, Hopefully everybody's drinking their water and taking care of themselves like you're supposed to. Hopefully you're eating lots and lots of fruit. Um, I seen something the other day. One of an artist that I uh, I fancy. I think she's actually absolutely beautiful. She she makes music that's uh, catchy and witty. It's not necessarily for me, but... um, she is beautiful nonetheless by the name of Doja Cat. And she said she does not eat fruit. Um, and that kind of turned me off of her just slightly, ever so slightly, because um, in my experience, people who don't eat healthy, um, their lady parts don't always smell or taste the finest. Now, that be might be a little bit too much information for you, but hopefully that'll help somebody out out there. You eat your goddamn fruit, goddammit. Make sure you got a balanced, healthy diet. Don't nobody want to be tasting Doritos and Hennessy all the motherfucking time. <laughs> anyway, um, not to not to go down a, a a crazy 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 path. Um, I don't know, man. This weekend has been pretty good for me. I, I chilled for the most part. I worked on Saturday. Um, here it is Monday. Start of a whole new week. Back to putting these numbers up. And um, you know, shit, man. It's good to see another sunrise. Um, the sunrise is a is a a great metaphor for the transition from darkness to light that I'm trying to uh, undertake. That I'm that I'm this mission that I'm on. Um, anybody who has watched the sunrise or the sunset realizes that the, the it's not a quick process. It it takes <laughs> it takes time. Right? If it takes time for heaven to move, then um. Nine times out of ten, anything that you're going through, any processes that you're going through, they're going to take time as well. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> and, and it happens every day. There's an everyday transition from darkness to light or from light to darkness. You know, it uh, it's something that you can't just you just can't get too caught up on. You know, when you feel like you're not making enough steps or uh. You feel like that the steps that you're taking aren't large enough. Just always remember, man, you know, in the fight game, there's what's known as throwing the faint. 
Now, if you ever watched uh, boxing, any boxing, or any any kind of fighting, kickboxing, whatever, any kind of combat sports, you understand that the, the idea of the game is to never ever be hit. You know, Floyd Mill Mayweather made billions and billions of dollars um, just based off of his defensive ability and his ability not to take hits. You know, but uh, in, in reality, if you uh, if if you think about life the way I do. Life as a fight, you know what I'm saying, as a as a 12-round, you know, 12-round battle where we take a score, you know, and you have the potential to get knocked out every every time your bell rings, you know, you, you, you'll think about it and uh, think about fighting and think about taking that hit or thinking about avoiding those hits in a, in a whole new light, you know, in a fight, uh, it's constant motion, you're always moving just like in life, you're never sitting still. You know, and if you sit still for too long, you're gonna get knocked the fuck out. You know, but you could you could always, uh, you know, you just you move around the ring and you, you you try to stay in the square. You try to keep your shoulders squared up so you can see what's in front of you. But you also, you know, what I'm saying, you got to keep one hand and one leg in front of the other so you could be on your square. You could be defensive. You can have your guard up just in case any blows come your way. And like I said, man, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather made billions off of his defense, just off rolling that shoulder and, and being able to parry, you know. But on Saturday, I watched the um, the Robert Whitaker Israel Adesanya fight, and in the Robert Whitaker Israel Adesanya fight, you know, my man Izzy, as we as I'm gonna call him for the rest of this episode, he uh, he's all about throwing those feints. Constant subtle movements that look like I'm throwing a punch. That looks like I'm I'm going for a jab. Looks like I'm about to throw a kick. It looks like I'm about to throw a knee. You know what I'm saying? All of these little subtle motions that look like I'm advancing. That look like I'm pushing forward. And it looks like I'm bringing the offense to you. And that's the way I want to live my life. I want to live my life offensively. I don't want to ever be on the defense anymore. I already know I'm going to get hit. I already know that I'm going to take some punches. I expect the bullshit to come my way. But if I can make these subtle movements day in and day out, subtle advances forward that look like the real thing. When I throw that blow, when I throw that jab, when I throw that motherfucking uppercut, when I come from the back with that roundhouse kick off my plant leg and I get the KO, it looks like something. You know, most of the time, those movements ain't even, you know, they're not big. They're not even real movements. It's just real subtle, man. Little shoulder works, little shoulder movements, little dips in and out. So I'm coming at you from all angles, just like in life. I want to have all of the game sold up. I want to be able to come from you and from every spot, come from every angle. That way you never know where these punches is coming from. You never know where these blows are coming from. You know, and these small, subtle movements set up big ones later. You know, setting up things to come. And it always keeps your opponent on their toes. It keeps them honest. Because if they're looking at you and they're watching you like they're supposed to, and they see you making these little small movements, then they got to move too. 
They got to be ready for you to throw these these haymakers. They got to be ready for you to throw these punches. So when your opponent starts to match your movements, you know, keep throwing those things. And you only as good as the man standing in front of you. You only as good as the obstacle that's in front of you. You only as good as the solution that you have to the problems that have been presented to you. We can't talk about what you used to do. We're talking about what's in front of you right now. And I just got to apply these concepts to my life. I got to stop thinking about what I used to be, who I used to be, who I used to run with, how much money I used to have. Who I was fucking with, who I wasn't fucking with, who fucks with me now. As opposed to back then when I had it. Listen to this, uh podcast it's a music podcast about um it's called dissect or dissect and they uh they basically break down music in it into um they take one song well they take an album over a season and they break it down song by song and uh you know the, the one that they they've been going over is the pimp a butterfly by kendrick lamar Classic album, but it's given me a whole new um, perspective of, of what I was listening to. You know, uh, to pimp a butterfly. I always thought that was a wild ass title. Like, yo, what does that even mean? But as I got into it, as my man got into it on the show, he explained. The, the, the concept of the caterpillar and the, the caterpillar and the butterfly it's a, it's a symbol for metamorphosis it's a symbol for um, taking one thing in its natural state applying a multitude of pressure completely destroying it and letting it transfer its energy into something else something more beautiful something more enlightened you know taking this Little, uh, little crawling ground grub, and it's it's molded and shaped by its environment, and it's turned into something that is beautiful and and, and divine. And truly, there's no difference between the caterpillar and the butterfly. It's the same being. One of them is just more enlightened. One of them is just more um, refined. One of them has been through a process that has transferred them from what they were to what they are now. And the concept to pimp a butterfly is just that. It's to have the idea that I'm going to uh, take all of these things that come with a being a butterfly still live like a caterpillar. You can't transition into that majestic 
uh, uh, beautiful butterfly while still being on the ground like a caterpillar, while still crawling on the ground like a caterpillar. It's impossible to do. And like I said, man, when 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 it takes heaven uh, uh, hours to illuminate, it's going to take forever for you to transition from light to dark or from dark to light. Lately, I've been dealing with uh, frustrations of other people's weaknesses. I found myself extremely angry at people for things that I deem that are, are weaknesses within them and their way of dealing with that. becoming increasingly frustrating as I transition that everyone around me doesn't want to do the same. I gotta, uh, I gotta understand, and I that um, it's unreasonable for me. To expect everyone to behave like I do. As much as I try to lead by example. As much as I try to. Shout down uh, good vibes and good energy from the mountaintop. It's not my job or my prerogative. To, uh, to be a fucking drill sergeant. I got to have a, a, a way of motivating these people and a way of dealing with these people that doesn't, doesn't increase my, uh, my anxiety or my anger. And just because I'm stronger than these people doesn't mean that they're, I'm better than them or they're, they're, they're less than me. And I got to work harder on uh, on pitying those who are weaker than I am. In my mind, anyway. And I don't know if I should pity them or or if I should uh, quote unquote reach down and try to pull them up. I don't know if that's my calling yet. I just know anger isn't the uh, isn't the proper reaction. Hostility isn't the proper reaction. Because I was once weak. I haven't always been this strong. And I believe at one point in time, somebody put uh, took pity upon me.
I have to learn to love people despite their inadequacy. Or at least what I deem inadequate in, in my mind and in my heart. Because reality, uh, it's all perception. I don't know. I know my heart is huge. And, uh, I love passionately, man. That's why I continue to come on this show and put my feelings out there in the world. Always, man. I come from a love supreme. Shout out to Nick Mansfield. Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. One hundred. Words. So the first sleeper I'm gonna get y'all today comes from uh, Quinn again. I really like her. She's different. Uh, I ain't gonna stretch it out too hard, man. This is Quinn featuring Black <coughs> Mushroom Chocolate. Y'all can hate all y'all want to. I don't care. Then Kali, it's my guy, man. <laughs> what else can I say? Uh, this is Levin Kali. Mad at you. <laughs> 